Shalom and good evening. Welcome to today's prayer meeting. We are glad you could join us and we thank God for each one of you who has tuned in and we trust God that he will help all of us to spend time in prayer. My name is Jeremiah Omungala. I serve as an elder in training in Crisco City Church and I want to thank God for the opportunity just to uh, lead us in prayer this evening and we are going to trust him every step of the way that he will have his way. And so let us pray before we begin. <clears throat> Everlasting Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we want to thank you. We bless your holy name for the gift of life, for the joy of your salvation, for the peace of God that passes all human understanding. We do not take it for granted, King of glory, that by your grace you have saved us, O God, and by the power of your Holy Spirit we are redeemed, and that the blood of Jesus speaks over our lives, and we are cleansed and purified and made whole in the name of Jesus. We surrender everything into your able hands, that as we come to call upon your name, Father, may hear our cry and attend unto our call, King of glory. And Lord, just visit us in a very special way in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you. We bless you. We honor you. In Jesus' name, we do pray and believe. Amen. Amen. So once again, we remind us this is the week of prayer and fasting. And um, we thank God the way he's been leading us through the 23rd Psalm. Uh, of the uh, Bible and uh, so far it has been an interesting journey and I uh, just want to pick up from where my predecessors are left though I'll just encourage us let's read Psalm chapter 23 verse 1 and 2 Psalm 23 verse 1 and 2 basically to remind us what we've read however I will concentrate on part B of verse 2 part b of verse 2 so psalm 23 verse 1 and 2 the lord is my shepherd i shall not want he makes me to lie down in green pastures he leads me beside the still waters <clears throat> so as i'm saying a portion of scripture that we know uh, very well and so i'll concentrate on psalms 23 verse 2 b he leads me beside the still waters. The NIV says he leads me beside the quiet waters. And you'll agree with me, no psalm has gained more admirers than Psalm 23. It's a psalm known both to believers and non-believers in great measure. In it, we learn not only about God's nature, but also about his leadership and so it's a psalm that has been written by david <clears throat> and we all know david was a shepherd boy and who best would have described the lord as his shepherd except david who had been brought up and grown and trained as a shepherd boy therefore david described the lord as shepherd because david himself had been a bonded shepherd Thus, seeing God's leadership from the way God led him. We all know the story of how David defended his flock. David defended the sheep or the animals that were under his watch. 
We know he killed a lion, he killed a bear just to protect his um, uh, animals. And maybe we are not given so much detail, but you have a feeling of somebody who knew how to tend to his sheep. For those of us who listened to Pastor Miswas yesterday, he described shepherding as tending or attending to the flock. And so David was among the people who knew how to tend to their flock, to tend to the animals that were under his care. And so we can see he refers to God as a shepherd because he learned a lot from the Lord. You remember David was one person who constantly inquired of the Lord. And so the Lord would direct him. And as he writes this psalm, he's writing things that he has experienced firsthand from the Lord. And we can see that both the Old Testament and New Testament use the term shepherd to illustrate leadership. The Bible uses the word shepherd to illustrate leadership. And therefore, many a times in the word of God, when we refer to the word shepherd in one way or another, it points towards leadership. And the word shepherd communicates the love, the nurture, you know, to nurture, to uh, cause something to grow up or to bring up uh, something, take care of something as it grows. So the word shepherd communicates love, it communicates nurture, it communicates intimacy and spiritual care that a godly leader provides. Okay? The word shepherd communicates the love, the nurture, the intimacy, and spiritual care a godly leader provides. And so we see the first portion of uh, Psalm 23 and verse 2b. I'll divide that statement, he leads me beside the still waters, into two portions. And so the first portion is, he leads me. He leads me. So he leads me reminds us that the shepherd is the one leading and not the flock. In other words, it is God who is leading us. It is God who is guiding us and we are not leading ourselves. Isaiah chapter 40 and verse 11. The Bible says he will feed his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs with his arm and carry them in his bosom and gently lead those who are with young. In other words, gently lead those who are, uh, or rather the sheep that have lambs. Okay? So, uh, it basically refers to God as our shepherd. He will feed us as his flock. He will gather us as his lambs with his arm. Not just with the rod and the staff. No. He will take us in his arm and will feel the warmth of his bosom, the warmth of his uh, um, chest as he carries us. Yeah? Because it says, and carry them in his bosom and gently lead those who are with young. So the sheep that have lambs, they'll be gently led into the proper pastures and into their places of rest. And so we see the first portion talks of he leads me. And we agree that God will lead us in all areas because that is how it's supposed to be, especially for the Christian. And you'll agree with me that one of the greatest needs 
we have in the world today is sound leadership. And sound leadership can only be found in God. Every facet of our world today needs proper leadership. Even the countries which previously have boasted of having the best democracies, if you look at them keenly today, they are struggling in certain areas because they felt like they were too good in their processes and in their policies and so many things that they had formulated as men. But with time, God is confounding all those policies and theories and plans and uh, all those things where they felt like they have arrived, they are too good, they are organized. Because these things are of men, they have not attained the standards of God. And therefore, when God leads us, it is distinct from the leading that is in the world. And so every facet of the world today needs proper leadership. Some countries we celebrated as democracies some few years back. You'll be surprised today they are slowly falling into dictatorship or almost turning into dictatorships. I will not mention names, but there are countries which earlier on, either they were socialist or communist, and at a certain point it's like they, um, they embraced democracy, but slowly they have drifted back into uh, dictatorship. And therefore, it is imperative, it is important for us to understand that it is God who leads and he is the best suited person to provide leadership. And that's why David drew a lot of lessons from the Lord himself. So this portion of scripture makes it abundantly clear that the church is not led by religious hierarchy, nor rules and regulations. Only the Lord Jesus Christ can lead the church. <clears throat> he says, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Simply saying he is the only one. That is the Lord Jesus Christ who can lead the church. And we can rely on God because from leading the children of Israel through the wilderness, through many wars, as they were led by different kings and prophets, at times priests, the judges, you can see God led the children of Israel through many changing circumstances of life, which leaves him with a remarkable, um, uh, um, this word has disappeared, a remarkable testimony. This is not the word I wanted to use, the word I wanted to use has disappeared, but leaves him with a remarkable uh, stand of that which he can do in terms of leadership. And so God brought Israel through many changing circumstances and gave them victory. Even at their worst, even when it seemed like all was lost, God always had a bounce back strategy where Israel would come back and still <clears throat> be on top of things simply because they allowed God to lead them. And so 
God through generations has proven his leadership ability. And therefore, I suggest to us, brethren, God's leadership ability is not in question. <clears throat> the challenge I throw to us is that we can choose to follow him or we can choose to follow other things. But be it known to us, we cannot follow both. It's either we choose to follow the Lord or we choose to follow other things, but we cannot follow both. That is why it is important to, uh, for us to acknowledge that leadership is from God. He is the one who appoints and removes leaders from position because he is best suited to do that. And at a time like this, when we are seeing a dire need of leadership in our nation, I want to beseech us, brethren, to turn back to God. He leads me. Let's allow the Lord to lead us as we pray for leadership in the different categories of uh, the nation. And even uh, in this time, when the country is polarized in the, uh, uh, based on the political situation in our land, I still believe God can raise a leader with a sober mind to provide a clear direction for the nation and get us out of this tension and get us out of this uh, confusion and get us out of this stalemate that has been brought about by the political situation. BBI, ETC, ETC. And so God is a reliable leader. God is a dependable leader. God is a trustworthy leader. We can depend on him. We can count on him. Then the second part of that scripture says, or basically says, where is God leading us? He says, besides the still waters or besides the quiet waters. And this refers to rest. The waters God is talking about, they are restful waters, waters that provide refreshment and well-being. And this could refer to the Holy Spirit of God. We all know he is a gentle uh, person. He does not force his way into things. However, when he comes in, we are amazed at his power to be able to deal with things that we could not deal with. And I suggest to us today, leaders face a lot of stress due to the dynamic environments that they operate in and the fact that they have to deal with all kinds of people. And so God is inviting us as leaders. He leads me besides the still waters or the quiet waters. So this portion reminds us that we can experience peace and act with poise or act with calm even in the midst of a storm. Why? Because we have the Prince of Peace and he will lead us besides the still waters. And so I ask you, brethren, are you troubled in your spirit? Are you shaken by the events around you? Are you disturbed by the current affairs in your life? For example, we are seeing the rising of the COVID-19 cases again. Are you worried? Are you concerned? Are you worried about tomorrow, my brother, my sister? The Lord invites us that he may lead us besides the still waters. He may take us to the place of rest. 
he may enable us to enjoy the peace and quiet that he has prepared for his children. It is not that we will not have turmoil around us. It is not that we will not have disturbing environments around us. But in the midst of all those challenges, in the midst of that storm, God is going to rise and declare peace be still. And so when the world is being bothered and tossed from side to side, God has spoken peace. God has brought us to his rest because he will lead us besides the still waters of life. And he is calling us to a place of rest. When we come to him, we enter into his rest because we have that promise in Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 1. God invites us to enter into his rest. The same Hebrews chapter 4, verse 9 to 10, the Bible says, There remains therefore rest for the people of God. For he who has entered his rest has himself also seized from his works as God has from his. And so God created the earth and on the seventh day he rested. And the earth has run almost a full cycle. And God is inviting us that we may enter into his rest and rest from our and cease from our works just as he did. I'm not saying we will no longer work, but what I'm saying, we will no longer struggle even as we work. Because as God has rested from his labor, so is he calling us that we may rest from our labors. Matthew 11 and verse 28, the Bible tells us, Come unto me, all ye who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. So brethren, if you are listening to me, and you are not born again, entering into God's rest begins with accepting him as Lord and Savior. We have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, but God sent his son, Jesus Christ, who died on the cross at Calvary, shed his blood for us so that it would be easier for us to access the throne room of God. My brother, my sister, if you're listening to me, Jesus died on the cross for you, and I want you to pray this prayer after me, and then we will give you further directions. Say with me, Lord Jesus, I come to you. I acknowledge I am a sinner. Forgive me and cleanse me from all my sin. I receive you in my heart. Save me. And I will live for you. In Jesus' name. Amen. If you have prayed that prayer with me, you can send us your details, your name, your telephone number. Please send by text only. Send via SMS only. Send to the number 0747 704-704-861 704-861 I'll repeat send your details to the number 0747-704-861 and somebody will reach out to you and so we want to pray 
as um, the Spirit of the Lord leads us. And wherever you are, just join me. Let's pray that we will submit totally to God's leading. He leads me. Let's allow him to lead us every step of the way. Let's involve him in everything that we do, every simple, big or small decision we are making. Allow God to lead us. And then let's pray that God will help us to find rest in him and in him alone. As the singer sang and said, find rest, my soul, in Christ alone. Know his power and live for him. So let us pray together, brethren. <clears throat> Father, in the mighty name of Yeshua HaMashiach, we thank you tonight, King of glory. For you are Lord, and besides you there is no other. We pray, King of glory, that shall help us. And forgive us, O God, as you are challenging us from Psalm 23. Lord, where we have not acknowledged you as the great shepherd, the one who knows how to tend and to attend to his sheep, King of glory, you who knows all our needs, you who knows all our concerns, you who knows all our cares, our worries, Lord, you have taken them up for us, O God, and you have the solution, King of glory. Yet, Lord, many a times we look outside the pen, trying to look for earthly solutions, yet all God, all these solutions end up being distractions, leading us further away from you. Forgive us tonight where we have strayed from the leading of your Holy Spirit, from the leading of our Lord Jesus Christ. Forgive us, Lamb upon the throne. Forgive us, O God, and just help us to return, King of glory, that we shall come to you in total submission to your leading, King of glory. As the Spirit of God speaks and directs us, O God, we shall follow, King of glory. We are reminded of Paul and Silas, O God, in Acts chapter 16, my father, when they wanted to go to Galatia, King of glory, your spirit ministered to them and directed them to go to Macedonia, King of glory. And when they went to Macedonia, O God, there was a great move of your spirit, King of glory. How I pray, my father, as your children, King of glory, we shall desire to be led of you every moment of the day, every step we take, every decision we make, Lord, it shall be led of you. It shall be guided of you, my Father. Help us not to lean upon our own understanding, but help us to surrender to you, to be yielded to you, to trust you, O God, to depend on you, to wait on you, King of glory, that you're leading, my Father, is what we will act on, King of glory, in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, that we shall find rest, O God, in Christ alone, King of glory, as you lead us besides the quiet waters, besides the still waters, my Father and my God, we shall be able to tap into your rest in the name of Jesus Christ and enjoy your leading, King of glory, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Help us, O God, not to be anxious about anything, not to be worried about anything, not to be... um unsettled about anything but to lean upon you because you will lead us besides the still waters you will lead us besides the quiet waters you will lead us into your rest in the name of jesus we are praying for our spiritual leaders father they shall be dependent on you they shall be totally surrendered to your leading oh god in the name of jesus every step of the way they shall depend on you oh god they shall wait upon you they shall not 
rush into anything, O God. They shall not be desperate, O God, to go outside and minister, except they have waited and heard from you in the name of Jesus. Won't you lead them besides the still waters of life, where they are facing stresses of leadership, where they are facing challenges, O God, where there are heavy burdens upon them, King of glory. How I pray tonight, you shall lead them besides your still waters. They shall find rest in you, O God. They shall find rest in you, King of glory, in the name of Jesus. Minister to them in a very special way, in the mighty name of Jesus. We remember our leader, Mama Cora Das. We remember Pastor John Das. We remember Pastor Roslyn Das, O God, the apostolic representative, the presbyters, King of glory, the pastors, O God, the the elders, King of Glory, the deacons, the deaconesses, the departmental heads, King of Glory. We pray, Lord, we shall remember them in a very special way and lead them besides the still waters, O God. They shall find rest in you, King of Glory, in the name of Jesus, and learn to totally depend on you, O God, totally to wait upon your leading, King of Glory, before they make their next move, King of Glory, in the name of Jesus Christ. We are praying for our political leaders, O God, Father. Father, remember them, King of glory. Touch them in a very special way. Lord, intervene, O King of glory, especially in our nation, O God, where people have devised schemes, O God, and ways, my Father, thinking that they are cunning, thinking that they are clever, thinking that they are above the rest, King of glory. We are praying tonight that shall confound all the plans of the enemy, that he has tried to use our political leaders to bring confusion in this nation. Lord, intervene in a very special way in the name of Jesus. And we speak the fear of God upon our political leaders in the name of Jesus. They will walk in the fear of God. They will move in the fear of God. They will act in the fear of God. They will think in the fear of God. And we speak con um, uh, uh, we speak, O oh God, uh, conviction uh, of the Spirit of God. Uh, we speak the fear of God uh, upon them right now. In the name of Jesus, uh, every selfish agenda, we nullify it right now. In the name of Jesus Christ, uh, O King of glory, everything that is not of you, everything that you have not directed, uh, everything that you have not led, my Father, we bring it to not right now. In the name of Jesus, uh, and where the enemy is working so hard to destroy this nation through the political class. We rebuke all those maneuvers in the name of Jesus and we speak quietness. We speak peace. We speak rest. We speak stillness in this nation, in the political arena, in the name of Jesus Christ. Because Lord, you will lead us besides the still waters of life. Father, I pray for the brethren who are worried, who are anxious, who are disturbed, who are unsettled in one way or another, who are uncertain in so many ways. Father, I speak the peace of God upon them. You said, my peace I live with you, not as the world gives. Father, I pray the peace of God upon your people this night in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. They will not worry about food or what they are going to wear because, Lord, you have taken care of all those things. Help us to realize all that we have in Christ Jesus and the challenges we face, O oh God, 
God will grow smaller by the day, King of glory, when we realize the bigness of our God in the name of Jesus. So in the place of worry, O God, I speak the peace of God where there's anxiety. I say, Lord, your word tells us not to be anxious about anything, but by prayer and supplication to make our requests known unto them. May you meet these dear ones at their very point of need in the name of Jesus. Those that are in need of finances, meet them, O God, in the name of Jesus. Those that are anxious about the, the, the lockdown, Father, you know best, King of glory, undertake for us, O God, in the name of Jesus Christ. Perfect peace I speak upon this brethren in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. My God and my Father, we just want to remember, O oh God, a number of families, O oh God, whose um, heads have gone to be with you, King of glory. A number of our spiritual leaders have gone to be with you. They have rested in you, King of glory. We want to remember their families and their congregations, King of glory, both in the Chris Kowaka and outside their King of glory. We are praying tonight, my Father, that Lord, you shall watch over those families and comfort them and strengthen them and remind them, King of glory, that you remain faithful through the ages. In the mighty name of Jesus, I speak your comforter. I speak speak divine provision. I speak, O oh God, the filling of the void by your Spirit, King of glory. I speak healing, O oh God. I speak strengthening of the brethren, King of glory, in the name of Jesus. And be with your people in a very special way, in the name of Jesus. And Father, even as we continue calling upon your name, you shall visit us in a very special way, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, because you are the Lord who leads us besides the still waters of life. Father, may your word be true in our lives, even as we face the days ahead. We thank you, we bless you, we honor you. In Jesus' name, we do pray and believe. Amen. God bless you.